I was hoping to, gosh, I just listened to an audiobook um, for the series that's now a rendition, Made for Love, that you can listen to on, or watch, I guess, on HBO, but I listened to the audiobook because I had a feeling that there was some Polya influences, but no, it was just me imposing Camille Polya's ideas onto it. But it's always like an interesting perspective to see that narration, you know, wind out, and the book's a lot more weird than the television show, which is to be expected. Right now, I'm listening to this other audiobook by, um, there's this man. And he wrote a book on ethics, and it had, like, um, he touched on, like, Rawls and John Stuart Mill. Um, shit, I can't think of his name. If I do, it will be on the notes with the caption that says, this is the book I just remembered that I forgot. There you go. But that one's good. It seems kind of like it was... Written in 2020, so listening to this audiobook, it's more recent, but because of, um, I don't know. I liked his book Ethics a lot more than this one. Um, I think this one's, I think on the title it says something about justice. I forgot. Whatever, I'm listening to it. Um, and it's, it's, it's a, I guess, it's a listen. You know, I, I'm refining some skills here and there. But just like with most books that I read, I read them. I don't really listen to them in audiobook unless I see that they're less significant or something that I, I already like have known that I'm listening to again. Um, but this is not the case. This is um, it's not a book worthy to annotate to use in other references in the future in my life, which I love doing. Um, what's also interesting is that when I do that and I'm able to quote particular authors from certain titles that I remember, um, gosh, I'm so nitpicky. Uh, I will notice if I bring it up and, you know, cite my sources and I speak to it about, about the su any, the subject that I'm speaking about with someone sometimes, most of the time, well, I <laughs> I can't go either way about it. I guess well, let's just let's just leave it to this particular incident. But I think it does have some common themes in my life. Regardless, I suggest a book, I reference it, and I speak to it and inter inter intertwine it into the conversation that I'm using. Um, and then the next time I have a com the same person, the next time I see the same person. I will have a similar conversation with them, and they will quote me as if they did the research themselves. I know I should, um, you know, just be happy that they're learning something, but it's like, at least give me some credit. Say, oh, I remember you were talking about that last time, but no. Instead, it's this particular instance of this is something that I've learned myself. And in this case, it's not worth uh, mentioning or giving you some form of accreditation to. Hello. Maybe I'm thinking about too hard. But these, these, these are the things that I, I find of significance. It was very interesting that I was able to pick up on it and this other person wasn't. Does it talk about their self-awareness? Yes or no. 
Is this beneficial to them? Probably, because I'm the fucking weak-spined person that didn't say you got that from me. Instead, I just kind of stared at them, let it go, you know? And um, this is my way of, I guess, using it to let it go. It's going to happen again. I know that shit always happens. Although I can think of other instances, I know that always happens, but that's fine. That's fine. Well, as I'm walking around, I have a phone um, that's near my mouth, and it seems like I'm on a phone call, which I kind of like. It's a little bit more candid, but maybe my arms will get tired enough to where all of that just kind of goes out the window, right? So that's something that I'm thinking about, but let's see how the season one actually um, comes out because I'm, I'm curious as well. book that I am actually reading, like with words on a page, I'm chugging along to finishing Hope this weekend. That would be a brilliant aspiring. I'm a little bit behind on my reading, but I'm catching up. I consider audiobooks reading. It's not really something that I'm proud of, but you know, as long as you're able to, whatever, whatever. I don't have to explain myself that much. Wait, Emmy, just wait. Let's, let's explain this one fiction I consider to be read reading in my world because it's just not worth too much effort I know it's effort to fucking read I get that but if I don't see it as something that I'd reference use as context or um use to draw more conclusions of whatever I'd, I'd like to, I guess, in the future, I don't see it as something necessary to read. Therefore, audiobooks and fiction, I consider it to be read. You, you listen to the story, you get how the story is. You don't really need to read the book about the story, eh, whatever. That's, that's my justification. Usually nonfiction is something that I annotate rigorously because I know that I'll use it in the future. That's, yeah. So let, let's get back to this interesting, um, Walk and talk. Anyways, I'm reading this book by Jordan Peterson. It's like the 12 rules. His famous, like, book-selling, award-winning book. I don't know. It has, like, the stamp of, of, of approval by some form of institution that's um, important. So that's what I'm reading. And it was pretty good. Um, I... I understand a lot of this context. Well, I think it's a good book for people that are like, um, like me, Catholic, um, that believe in God or something, because he gives a lot of context through the Bible, and it's kind of nice to see someone do that. Um, just like giving examples through the Bible of like some form of storytelling. It's nice. Um, but. He kind of lost me on a, on a certain rule. I think it was when he was talking about Dostoevsky, and I think I'm saying it with Spanish accent than a, than a Russian one, but that's fine. <laughs> it's more telling on my part. But, and he was like, bring in Nietzsche, which is good too. But, and I was reading and I was like, I already know this shit. Like, I understand what you're doing. You're explaining it in these very, like, 
you know, like small, like footnote kind of ways. And then you hope later on that someone dives into the actual material itself. And I appreciate that he uses a lot of citations. That's like the first thing I look for to see a good book is if whether they have, whether they have citations or not. Um, which means that I don't read a lot of fiction. Fiction is, they they don't need to cite anything. Uh, not, not that I know of. Maybe they should, um, in terms of certain, like, information or context or references that they bring up. It'd be nice to, um, see that formatting, um, become more prevalent. But it's not. Not yet, at least. Maybe I'll, I'm working on something. And I'm on draft five. And it's kind of annoying because, like, I also am, like, my title is working around this word chaos that Jordan Peterson also has in his title of the book that I'm reading. And I didn't realize this until later. After I thought out my title, I'm like, this guy jacked me. But, (laughs) you know, timing's a bitch. What are you going to do? So this particular chapter about Nietzsche and, and, um, forgot what rule it is. I want to say it's like six, seven, or eight, whatever. Either way, it, it seemed like too dense of information that you kind of lost the... It was just so much history to back up his claims, which I think is great, but I also see it as a... It just depends on what kind of reader you're looking for for the book. But other than that, um, everything else is pretty clear, cut, and dry, which is definitely something that I like. I like that he doesn't really aimlessly go into a lot of anecdotes, and if they do, they're concise and tied well back to his point. So, finishing that, I'll probably chug along. I'll probably... Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. 